Welcome to Bergen Stages Radio Theater. All of us would like to wish all of you the best of the holiday season. And here, with those very best wishes, is Dateline Christmas Eve by Paul Gallico. It is 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, December 24th, in the city room of the Daily Blade. Almost everybody has gone home. A couple of office boys are yawning on the call bench. Three rewrite men are pecking away on their typewriters and watching the clock. At the head of the room, Tex Court, the city editor, is talking earnestly in the telephone with a hunted look on his face. Nearer the door, Perry Brown, the Daily Blade's best reporter, is chatting with Al Vogel, his photographer. They're both about to leave for Rusty's party when Perry's telephone rings. Hello, Perry Brown. Yes. Oh, hello, Rusty. Yes, we're just leaving. Yep, I'm all cleaned up. Did the tree come? Good. No, no, Vogel's sitting on my desk. We'll leave together. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm going to trim that tree with diamonds, rubies, and sapphires. That'll run into dough. Vogel says that'll run into dough. <laughs> huh? Oh, darling, if you play a holy night, I'll cry. Yes, I will. I'll get very sentimental about Christmas. Vogel will cry too, won't you, Al? Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I'll cry, and it will be a wonderful party. Now, darling, don't worry about the Christmas tree fires. They won't break out until 9 o'clock, and besides, I'd quit before I'd miss the party. Okay. Anything you want me to bring? Just me. Okay. Love ya. Hey, why don't you marry the girl and put her out of her misery? I'm, uh, working on it. By this time next year. Come on, Al, let's get out of here. Right behind you. Let's go say Merry Christmas to Tex. Come on. That's a good idea. Rusty is about as excited about this party as a five-year-old kid. It's our first real planned party. No kidding. Yes, Mrs. Penningstall. I understand. And I'm sure that we can take care of it. By 11 o'clock at number three, Courtney Towers. Yeah, harness to the wagon, yes? Mrs. Pettingsall. It's all right, Mrs. Pettingsall. I'll keep in touch with you. Yes. Same to you. Goodbye. Al and I are just leaving, Tex. Merry Christmas, and try to get up to Rusty's party if you can, will ya? What's the matter? Harry, I meant to let you and Al go, but... Something unforeseen has come up. Oh no, you promised us the night off. You did, Tex. Yes, I know, and you'll get to Rusty's party later. Did you, uh, hear anything of that telephone conversation I just had? You, uh, mean, uh, Mrs. Pettingsall? Tex. Her nephews have arrived unexpectedly from the West, and she wants a Christmas present for them. Oh, no. She wishes us to secure a pair of goats for her. Goats? Goats? Harnessed to a red wagon. Oh, you're kidding. Goats? Harnessed to a red wagon. Is she crazy? Where can you find a couple goats and a red wagon on Christmas Eve? Yeah, where can you find a couple goats? You mean where will you find them? Oh, Tex. 
No. You'll be alright if the outfit arrives at number 3 Courtney Towers by 11 o'clock tonight. I won't do it. I promised Rusty. And I promised the wife of our editor and its managing director that I'd get her two goats. Alright. We quit. Don't we, Al? Absolutely. We told Rusty nothing would keep us away from her first party. Listen, Perry, Al. I'm sorry, but I'm on the spot. Do you think I get a kick out of having my reporters used as footmen? Mrs. Petting sold a bad little girl. Bad little girl. She's a gadfly sent to try us. I'm sorry, but it's all part of the screwy business, and she's the wife of our managing director. Now please, Perry, there's nobody else to send. Please. I can't. Rusty will give me the air. She'll understand. She's a newspaper woman. Oh, no, no, no. Not tonight she isn't. Tonight she's a kid having her first Christmas party. You'll just be a little late. Here, I'll give you a petty cash slip. Get upstairs and cash it before five. How much? The sky's the limit. All right, a grand. I said the sky, not the stratosphere. You want your stinking goats, don't you? How do I know what I'll run up against? I may have to buy them from the zoo. <sighs> okay. Here, you need any help, call me. Oh, thank you. And you call Rusty. I haven't got the nerve. She'll think I'm drunk. All right. Call her up and say that you sent me out to get two goats and a red wagon. Oh boy, she'll love you. Come on, Al. Maybe we can get the goats quick somehow. Hey, where are you going to go first, Perry? Where would you go to get goats? Brooklyn! Gee, Perry. It's nice driving over Brooklyn Bridge at night, ain't it? Yeah. Holy night, silent night, where can I find two goats? The old bridge looks pretty with all the lights on it and everything. Yeah. Where, oh, where can I find two goats? Hey, just look at the lights on the water, Perry, and the piers. Look, huh? Yeah. Hey, Perry, look! That flash of flame down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the pier's on fire! Look, will ya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely fire. Maybe it'll burn all night. Too bad we can't go. What do you mean we can't go? Are you nuts? My dear Al, consider your position. We are in the service of the rich. We are after goats. We're not reporters, we're lackeys. Mrs. Pettingsall would be very, very angry if we went to a fire instead of buying her two goats harnessed to a red wagon. Perry, we gotta... Look, it's spread! Look at the orange and yellow flames. It's like an atomic... I know. Hush, Al. Maybe I can grab a shot. Slow down, Perry, please. Maybe I can get a picture from here. No, 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 Al. We must let nothing turn us from our duty. We're not reporters. We're butlers. Well, I got it anyway. And maybe that won't be the picture of the year.
First little girl will be silky and white. I hope it gives Mrs. Pennings all a bite. Perry, will you stop singing? I know we shouldn't have gone into those bars looking for goats. And where would you look for a goat? Hey, Perry, look at that taxi. Look, look, an ambulance. Uh-huh. There's been an accident. Perry, slow down a little bit. Hey, that woman, she's hurt. Please, Perry, slow down. Let me get a picture, will ya? No, no. What would Mrs. Pettingsall say if she found out you went around shooting a camera at people? Got it. Stop taking pictures. You know what? We're lost. That's what. We're lost in Brooklyn, and we'll be here for years and years. We're not lost. If you'd stop taking pictures, you'd see that we're now approaching Cypress and 283rd. And if our friend the bartender is correct, we're about to get our first goat. Didn't he have any number? No. Brown shack at the corner of Cypress and 283rd. That must be it over there beside those sideboards. Oof. What a garbage dump. Or is that the goats I smell? <laughs> Now, Rudolph, be a good goat, will ya? Now, come on. What's he stopping for? I don't know. Now, please, Rudolph, we're almost at the car. Now, in a little while, you'll get to meet Mrs. Pettingsall. You'll like her. You can't pull them if they don't wanna. Now, look, Rudolph, I paid a hundred bucks for you. Would you act like a hundred dollar goat? Sniffing at something on the ground. Huh? Yeah. Hey! Harry, look! It's a body! What? Yeah, yeah, in a sack! Suffering cats! There's a note on it! Well, give me your flashlight. Hey. Merry Christmas. From the boys. Wow. I think I know him. Flash the light in his face. Yeah. Holy cow, Perry. It's Progower from the DA's office. Yeah. He had his nose in the poultry racket, didn't he? Merry Christmas from the boys. What a story. And how? Well, too bad we're busy. Perry! You're kidding! I am not kidding. Business before pleasure. We're still one goat shy. Krogauer will have to wait. Okay. But let me take a couple of pictures. Okay, but make it snappy. Alright, Rudolph. I'll give you one more chance. Are you or are you not going to get into the car without being kicked? <laughs> Come on, Rudolph, get in the back seat, will ya? And stop kissing me, I'm driving. Yeah, and you should have stuck to lemonade. Oh, you should talk. While I think of it, who did you phone in that last tavern? The office. Tex. So, what did you tell him? Nothing. Nothing at all. He said that Rusty had phoned and said you needn't be bothered coming to the party no matter how early you got through. And I just sorta casually mentioned the fire and the Progower murder. 
Ah, that'll teach him to send us after goats. Where did that bartender say we should go? Oh, uh, uh, a guy by the name of Constantine Buonacasa. Huh? Just a couple blocks more. Now what's the matter with Rudolph? I believe he is slightly loaded. He downed a whole can of beer that the barkeep gave him. More likely it's the can. He downed that too. Mr. Uh, Buonacasa? See. Si. Well, my friend here and I, as curious as it may seem, are seeking to purchase a goat. Yeah, a goat. Yeah, uh, a goat. Jerry, the bartender at Mike's Tavern, said you had goats. Eh? You, you make the Christmas joke, you know? Oh, no. You... You will come in. We got a company. You drink a glass of wine and everything. She she be all right. Christmas time. Everybody should feel okay. Any time but Christmas Eve. It might be a gag. It's dead on the level, brother. I gotta get another goat. Now, have you got one? Yeah, we ain't kidding. This is no funny business. Honest. All right. You are uh, coming with me. Uh, you have got goats, haven't you? Sure, I got uh, the goats. Uh, Paolo and Francesca. They, um, man and wife. <laughs> nice goats, uh, good goats. You like the goats? Oh, sure. Uh, we love goats, don't we, Al? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on Christmas Eve. We love goats. It's uh, in here. The the shed. There Paolo and Francesca. Goats, let's go. Hold it. You ain't got them yet. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Buonacasa, how much for the big one? Marco Borgonia, I tell you, the Paolo and the Francesca, this is the husband and the wife. No seller. One, you um, you marry the man. You, you, I think you understand that. Oh, forgive me. Oh, man, you're right. I don't know what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, they look so pretty. They're in love. Yeah. Sure, look, uh, look, Mr. Boanacasa, I gotta go outside. Yes. The swellest goat you ever saw. Rudolph. Rudolph, uh, he loves everybody. Crazy about everybody. What about a deal? I buy Paolo and Francesca, and you take Rudolph in part swap, huh? You can have one swell loving goat and some cash. Everybody, she's a happy, uh, how about it, huh? I don't want one goat. 
No. No. What's the matter with having one go? What's the good in a one a god to accept it to another god? Except uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 look, Mr. Buonacasa, it's a deal. How much? I'm uh, not sure that I want much to sell now. Three hundred dollars? Most of men. The fish is a good. Paolo and friend Cesca is yours. You come into the house and we have some some wine. It's a party. We uh, we sing a song. We lift the scene. We shouldn't have stayed at Buonacasa's party so long. I just knew it. Perry, Perry! Please stop, will ya? Alright. If I don't eat soon, I'm gonna die. Got the goats. We got three goats, in fact. Let's eat and get them up to Mrs. Pentingsall's. Will you shut up, Rudolph? You too, Francesca. Will you pipe down? Holy smokes, we're up to our neck in goats. What are we gonna do with three goats, Perry? What are we gonna do? If we don't eat soon, Perry, I'm gonna be sick. You know something, Perry? I wouldn't have blamed that waiter if he had socked you. Russian caviar in a dump like this? Are you kidding? Shh. Al, I'm sleeping. Now please, do not disturb. Allow me to sit here with my head in my hands and suffer. Oh, stop nudging me, Al. Stop nudging me. Good evening, all. Mind if I join the party? Rusty. Hello, Perry. I don't suppose you mind if I sat down. You're sore. Not at all. It's been a perfect Christmas Eve. How'd you find us? You left a trail a blind man could follow. When I saw your car parked outside with three goats in the back seat, I sort of figured you might be in here. Oh, don't be sore, Rusty. Sore? Why should I be sore? What, um... What are you doing away from the party? There is no party. Can I have some coffee, too? What do you mean? I'm working. Everybody's working. There's never been a Christmas like it before. Progal was murdered. Progal of the DA's office. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, fancy that. It also so happens that Pier 547 Brooklyn blew up. 
Not really. Perry, why do you drink? Because they sent me out on Christmas Eve to buy two goats and a red wagon. Oh. Have you got the wagon? Huh? The wagon! The wagon! Oh. I haven't got the wagon. Well, I have. That's one reason I'm here. Tex thought you'd forget. Where is it? Outside in my car. Oh, Rusty, you're wonderful. Am I? We got one goat too many, Rusty. Oh, you noticed it too, did you? Isn't Mrs. Pettingzoll going to be surprised? What's the matter with them now? You're frightened. Now listen, goats. You're out of the elevator. All you got to do now is walk down this nice, quiet hall here, see? That's it. Now just walk slowly down the hall to apartment three. <laughs> Stop kissing me. Oh, look, Rusty. Rudolph loves me. It's quarter to eleven. The petting zoos will be home in fifteen minutes. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Vogel, you take Paolo. All right. Uh, Rusty, you grab Francesca. Up you go. And for you, Rudolph. <laughs> well, Vance, is this door is in for an awful shock? You ain't kidding. Rudolph, oh, Rudolph, you love me. He's kissing me. Merry Christmas, Rudolph, to the sweetest little goat in the whole wide world. Good evening. Good heavens! Are you the Pettingzoll's butler? I am, sir. And might I ask what you are? Move over. We got goats. You got a bathroom with a sunken tub? <laughs> Hold still, Rudolph. There, there. I guess you're clean. Oh, they both look like fluffy little lambs. But Rudolph here doesn't deserve a bath after smashing the petting zoll's mirror. Well, he couldn't help it. It was the first time he'd ever seen himself with that mean expression on his face. Uh-huh. Hold still, Rudolph. You'll be dry in a minute, that's a boy. Give me another towel, Rusty. You've used five already. This bathroom looks like a nightmare. That's a boy. Well, you can't deliver dirty goats to Mrs. Pettingsoll. Say, he's real cute when he's clean, isn't he? What's Vogel doing? <sighs> Making a harness out of neckties. Yeah. There, he's done. Let's get him harnessed to the wagon and get out of here before the petting zolls arrive. Yeah, uh-huh. Come on, Rudolph. Oh, you look swell. Well, come on, Rusty. Open the door. Oh, hey. This sure is some dump. How's the harness coming, Al? 
I use Mr. Pettingzall's neckties. See, look at it. Swell, ain't it? Ow, that's the nicest harness I've ever seen. Yeah. Hey, did you ever see a tree like that in your whole life? Never, and I never will. I'll never ever have a Christmas like other people. Never. Let's get them harnessed. There. Uh-huh. Cinched. Red wagon and all. Yeah. Now, don't they look cute? Paolo and Francesca. A man and wife. It makes me want to cry. Oops. What are they doing to the tree? Looks to me as if they're eating it. A little at a time. R Rudolph... Darn you anyway, Rudolph. Perry, look out, he'll break the other one. Suffering cats. Shh. Hold it. Here come the petting dolls. Oh! What's going on in here? My paws! Oh, both of them! What is the meaning of this? are you people? Alan, are these people from the paper? I believe they are, my dear. Get out of here, all of you. You, you hooligans, you're drunk. I, I beg your pardon. We're not drunk. Of course you are. Otherwise, what's the meaning of the third animal? It's a spare. A spare? Is that supposed to be funny? Will you please leave? Alan, I expect you to deal with these people tomorrow. Oh, Rusty, I believe Mrs. Pettingzall is sore. Is she? Well, so am I. Mrs. Pettingzall, you're all through with Perry Brown now, aren't you? I don't believe I know who you are. You're through with him. He's drunk and he's dirty, and besides, he's served your purpose. He got you what you wanted, two goats and a red wagon, on Christmas Eve. No other man in town could have done it tonight, or would have. Get out of here! You've been using our office and staff to do your dirty work for the last five years. Wow! Run errands, fetch and carry, fix things for you, play nursemaid to you. Well, that's out as far as we're concerned. Well, I... Well, I suggest that when you go to replace us, you go to an employment agency that furnishes trained servants. It will be nice to know that you can call up the office when you need an extra butler. Come on, boys. Come on, Rudolph. Let's get out of here. I can smell something that has nothing to do with goats. I never before heard something. Now, 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 my dear. Uh, good night, Miss McGowan. Mr. Vogel. Mr. Brown. Come on, let's get out of here.
Well, we got Al home. Yeah. Now, if we could only get rid of Rudolph. I called up the zoo. Well? They didn't want to go. Oh. I called up the Metropolitan Museum of Art, too. <laughs> what on earth for? I don't know. I thought maybe because it was Christmas Eve, they might make an exception. What do we do with him? Honey, I don't know. But I'm not going to abandon Rudolph in some cold, vacant lot. He's got a right to Christmas, too. Well, where will we take him? I don't know. I guess we'll just wander around Brooklyn with him until we die of old age. Uh-uh-uh, now don't kiss me while I'm driving, Rudolph. He loves me, Rusty. I know. I do, too. Do ya? Uh-huh. But for heaven's sake, let's get some coffee. I'm cold, Perry. Look, there's a place. Come on. Alright, alright. Uh, do you think you love me as much as Rudolph loves me? Mmm, I think I do. Okay, then I'll buy you some coffee. Okay, uh, get Rudolph out on your side. Can't he stay in the car? Rudolph's got a right to his Christmas, too. Attaboy, Rudolph. Go with Rusty. That's a fella. Come on, Rudolph. Good old Rudolph. Rusty, honey, I just couldn't leave Rudolph without a home on Christmas Eve. It wouldn't be human. I know. Do you suppose we'll have to keep him forever? Here we are. Alright, now sit down, Rudolph. Sit down beside us and shut up. Hey! Hey, mister! You can't bring that goat in here! Oh, yes we can. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, coffee and donuts for two, and some wheat biscuits for Rudolph. Is that what goats eat? Yeah, yeah, just one of the things. And leave him in the box. He'll eat the box and all. He'll be hysterical when he hits the biscuits after all that cardboard. All right. Yeah, thanks. Here you are, Rudolph. Now don't let me hear a sound out of you. I've seen everything now. Donuts and coffee coming up. You unhappy, kid? Ah, uh, Perry. <laughs> I'm an awful fake. I've loved every minute of it. No fooling? Uh-huh. I was mad because you wouldn't take me with you. It's a lousy racket, but we love it. I guess we're out of it now, though. We haven't got a job, Rusty. Oh, I think we have. Remember when Mr. Penningsall said goodnight? Yes. He winked at me. No kidding. Uh-huh. Ah, he's been wanting to tell her off for years. Oh, I'll bet. Harry, can't you remember anything that happened tonight? Some of it. Well, you know that there's a bonus waiting for you at the office. A bonus? What for? Well, you work on the PF-547 explosion. Vogel took a picture of it. Yeah? Yeah. He also took a picture of the death of some Brooklyn alderman's wife in a taxi accident. And half a dozen of Progale's body. What are you talking about? 
Vogel phoned the office around 6 and said if we would go to an address he gave us and look behind some signboards, there'd be something for us. There was. On top of Progale's body were half a dozen plates and a note from Vogel with the captions on it. They're all over page one, now. Well, I'll be. What do you know? I tried to make an honest flunky out of Vogel, but I guess Al's just a newspaper report at heart. So, you see, everything's alright. Yeah, I guess it is. Now, if we could only just get rid of Rudolph. Yeah. Hey, lady, give me two coffees and two donuts to go. Okay. Rusty. Rusty, look. What? That kid. Hey, Sonny. Sonny, come here, will ya? Hello, lady. Hi, Sonny. Hello, mister. Hi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Say, how would you like a goat for Christmas? Her? Him. Honest? Honest? You mean... Just take him? Right now. You wanna? Gee, do I? Gosh. Call him Rudolph. Gee, thanks, mister. Thanks a lot. Come on, Rudolph. Come on. <laughs> well, we've done it, Rusty. We've done it. Rudolph has a home. Darling, Merry Christmas. Every. Hey, hey, hey! Cut out the kissing stuff! I run a respectable joint! You have just heard Dateline Christmas Eve by Paul Gallico, featuring Ethan Bennell as Perry, Owen Tiedekin as Al, Nicholas Zarello as Tex, Ray Parente as CB, Sarah Villarini as Rusty, Dean Matson as the butler, Lee Janinas as Mrs. Pettingsall, Jim Bumgarner as Mr. Pettingsall, Christine Dunning as the waitress, and Ray Parente also as the boy. Dean Matson is our recording engineer and sound effects creator. Marianne Co. Rivera is our video engineer, and I am Jim Bumgarner, your host. Thank you to Burton Community College, the BCC Office of Student Life, and the BC Media Technologies Department. Everyone here at Burton Stages Radio wishes all of our listeners a happy holiday. Join us again for another episode soon, and be sure to catch all of our earlier episodes available on YouTube, Spotify, and at the BCC Library. Until next time, don't touch that dial, and if you do, remember to disinfect it first.